0: So, Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA. Thank you so much for joining us today. Whether you found us uh, directly through DrByCuspid.com or uh, through a subscription through Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher, we're glad to bring you the latest information that could help dental assistants as well as help the entire dental practice. And I think today's topic is going to be of interest to everyone in the practice. So, assistance if you're hearing this it's a great thing for you to share with your doctors and going to bring out a good friend of the podcast as well as a good personal friend and that's Tom Viola dentistry gynecology expert. Tom how are you today? I'm doing fine how's everybody out there hope you're doing well Kevin. Hey all is well here thanks so much for joining us Uh, you know early into 2020 I know that there's a topic that you really want to get out there to these general practices and I'm just going to kind of throw it over to you and then let's let's talk a little bit about it
1: that sounds great my friend so uh, you if anybody out there has uh, seen me lecture or heard me lecture and uh, has been active on my uh, my website and my blog they know that one of my uh, great interests uh, in pharmacology is uh, the topic of substance abuse Uh, now you know substance abuse takes on many forms Uh, a lot of times when we talk about substance abuse we think about traditional substances of abuse things like you know heroin and cocaine Uh, But I always try to remember that there are other substances out there that are licit substances, meaning they've been approved by the FDA for a particular uh, malady or condition and then become a substance of abuse later because they have some type of psychoactive or psychogenic effect. Uh, We saw this and have seen this uh, throughout the years, uh, probably the one that stands out most in my mind, is a drug that uh, I had been out there back in 2018 talking about uh, before it was even mainstream, only because I'd seen it appear in the literature so often. And that was the drug gabapentin, which many people know as Neurontin. And and gabapentin's uh, thing, if you will, was that in very high doses, it caused an opioid-like effect, but itself is not an opioid. And the, the legacy of gabapentin is basically that many people were prescribed gabapentin as a a uh, nerve-blocking agent, as a pain blocker, uh, along with opioids. Uh, When they became uh, dependent on the opioids and used far too many, uh, they weren't left with many options other than to experiment with higher and higher doses of the gabapentin, initially to treat their pain. But of course, uh, what became uh, of that, what what grew out of that was the effect that uh, as long as you take high doses of gabapentin, you can also get that opioid-like high. But Again, the thing was it didn't show up on a urine screen. It didn't show up as a drug of abuse. Nobody even thought it was a drug of abuse. And therefore, you could get high on gabapentin and no one was the wiser because on your urine screen, it just showed you were taking the drug. Well, uh, that is the uh, entree for this next uh, drug of abuse, um, this OTC or over-the-counter drug that's available in the United States. And it's called Benzedrex. Uh, the active ingredient in Benzedrex is uh, propylhexedrine. Uh, it's been around for a long time. It's it's one of these things you buy in a Rite Aid or a CVS or Walmart or any drugstore, uh, and you uh, kind of hold it up to your nose and breathe in. And uh, according to the packaging of uh, the Benzedrex, it has uh, these vapors uh, that help uh, decrease uh, nasal congestion by basically promoting vasoconstriction in the uh, nasal cavity. It's great if you've got a stuffy nose, and great if you're really suffering with uh, Uh, sinus congestion Uh, but of course like other over-the-counter drugs um, Benzedrex now has the uh, I well it has the potential and has been used now as a drug of abuse because in in very high doses or being misused if you will uh, this drug can cause a sort of euphoric high that's you know similar to other stimulant drugs Uh, so it has psychoactive effects like things like amphetamines and so on what, again, makes Benzodrex so interesting is the fact that, uh, again, it does not uh, show a positive result on a drug screen because typically urine screens don't look for things like uh, propylhexedrine uh, as a drug of abuse or even look for it at all. Uh, so it's a convenient way for mostly young folks, but older folks as well, as the uh, case reporting has shown, uh, to walk into a pharmacy, buy something that's relatively innocuous, like this thing for uh Stuffiness. Nobody would give you a second look. Uh, But if you hit multiple pharmacies and are able to buy multiple tubes of this stuff, you can certainly get that euphoric uh, methamphetamine-like high.
0: And and you know Tom, while you were talking, I just I just Googled on my phone Benzedrex, and I want to make sure it's B E N Z E D R E X, and I just put that in and here's everywhere i can buy it at walgreens bed bath and beyond walmart uh you know i mean uh, so it's it's obviously available and where are you seeing this kind of pop up right now and and maybe where should uh, dental practices really be kind of on the watch for something like this
1: well you know uh, unfortunately and, and and don't don't get me wrong i love uh, my my colleagues and my friends and relatives in the northeast but uh Typically, this is starting in the same way that a lot of um, abused over-the-counter drugs uh, started, which is, you know, started in the Northeast, like the New Hampshire area right now is, is got their issues uh, with opioids. And, and, and now this is just one more incident uh, that, that it can add to this, uh, this awful crisis we're in. Uh, but I've noticed over the course of time, based on my perspective, that things tend to happen in the Northeast and then sort of walk their way down the coast and then yeah. uh, walk westward. So this may be an opportunity for us to be out in front of this thing. It's similar to another over-the-counter drug that uh, started much the same way and and did this walk. And that was the -the over-the-counter drug Imodium, uh, which I've been talking about for a long time. Imodium, uh, which many people recognize as the drug you take when you uh, have uh, issues with diarrhea, uh, Imodium is in itself an opioid. And again, and taken in high doses, it can provide that opioid-like effect. Again, not many people will give you a second look if you walk into a Rite Aid. They may not even look you in the eye if you walk into a Rite Aid or a CVS or a Walgreens and buy Modium. But uh, no one would think twice about it being a drug of abuse, but it certainly is.
0: So let, let's kind of boil it down for dental practices. And obviously, this is something that that's out there. They may not have seen yet or they may not have even known that they've seen yet. What should they be looking for? What should uh, kind of be a red flag for them, in your opinion?
1: Thanks, Kevin. That's why I brought it up because, you know, I've got a lot of these uh, uh, drugs that I can talk about. But uh, the thing about uh, Benzedrex is that it has some, in my opinion, some specific oral manifestations that we could be on the lookout for as dental professionals. Again, uh, because it is a stimulant like methamphetamine, It will cause things like dry mouth. It will cause xerostomia. It will cause tachycardia. It will cause increases in blood pressure. Um, If I'm walking into a dental office, uh, in my opinion, as a lay person, if you will, uh, one of the most uh, uncomfortable or at least uh, one of the most uh, difficult places I might find myself in is a dental chair, uh, especially if I'm dealing with uh, the anxiety of, of previous dental appointments and not very happy about how those turned out. So one of the things I might do is use a substance to help me get through uh, those sure. next few hours. Well, uh, again, benzodiazepines, uh, if, if used in high doses, uh, can promote this sort of uh you know, effect and, and, and can lead to things like much like methamphetamine co- uh, led to, which is you know tooth decay and, and caries, and, et cetera, and periodontal disease. So again, you can look at a patient's medical history, and, and we've talked about this before. You can, you can do your best. Uh, to take everything down as far as what uh, medications and over the counter drugs and herbal supplements they're taking. But bottom line is, you know, this may be something that flies under the radar unless you notice those manifestations and then have the have the uh, uh, wherewithal to bring this up to your patient, and find out what's going on.
0: So that was going to be my next question. Let's say they discover something; they're kind of questioning it. Is that something you bring up with the patient, or what would you be your suggestion?
1: Yeah, we've come up uh, many times when we're working with my students, uh, with patients, and I will tell you that uh, it's it's not an it's not an easy conversation to have. But uh, if you if you sort of approach it from, look, uh, this is something that we've noticed. You've got this dry mouth. We we don't see any real cause for it, uh, but we do recognize that there could be uh, multiple causes that we're not aware of. Is there anything in your uh, in your daily life that can lead to this type of dry mouth because this is ultimately working against you as far as your oral health. Yeah. Now, sometimes patients have actually said at that point, well, yeah, I use this stuff and and so on. But sometimes patients say nothing, yet you've planted the seed so that when they leave, they realize, hmm, okay, if they could figure that out, somebody, somebody else could figure that out. Maybe it's time for you know me to take a second look at what I'm doing. And that's fine because that generates change and that's something that's for the better of the
0: patient. So why not? And, and I just want to make sure that we hit this point home. This is something that could become an addiction. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's a, it's a
1: no, no question that it's habit forming. Uh, much like every other drug in this class, you know, your brain adapts quickly and, and develops tolerance quickly to uh, stimulants in the, in the amphetamine type class. Uh, this, this over-the-counter drug, dexadrine, has been around for, uh, sorry, Benzedrex has been around for a long, long time. Uh, propylhexedrine was actually developed initially. Uh, because in the 40s, people were extracting methamphetamine and amphetamines from inhalers like uh, Benzodrex. So when Benzedrex was developed, it was specifically propylhexedrine, which uh, many of uh, the uh, clinicians thought, well, this can, uh, can't be a habit-forming substance. You know, it doesn't get in the brain to any significant extent. But, you know, we've changed our culture as far as substance abuse and things we may not have done with substances uh, decades ago, we're doing now in this ever-increasing, uh, never-ending quest to change our, our uh, brain function, to to be able to cope with our daily lives. And so uh, anything goes at this point. And that's why I kind of make it my mission that when I find substances like this that appear innocuous and yet can be abusable and that have uh, not only uh, dental side effects, but can be easily spotted by a dental professional you know, makes good fodder for us in our discussions, Kevin.
0: Absolutely, it does. And I love that you're there kind of bringing these things ahead of time. Uh, You know, I know you and I have talked about things that you see as trends coming down the road, and and certainly this is one that we want to get out uh, as we start 2020. We want to make sure that this is something that dental professionals, you know, you're on the front lines of a lot of this. And, and could be some tough conversations, but still at the same time, it's something that you've got to know about. And so, Tom, I really appreciate you coming on this morning and kind of sharing this information.
1: I'm glad to have the opportunity, uh, Kevin. I'll tell you, with cold and flu season coming up soon and people having nasal stuffiness, I mean, this is this is definitely the season to be talking about this.
0: It is absolutely, and Tom, I want to make sure because again, you're out there researching things, and you know, I'll be honest. Whenever you brought this up to me, it was something I was unaware of, and I know a lot of our listeners were as well. So you're kind of on that front line with a lot of these things. Where can they find out some more information uh, from you and about you?
1: Well, Thank you so much, Kevin, for the opportunity. You know, you can always reach out to me at uh, my website, which is creatively named TomViola.com. And I'm also out there, if you do a quick Google search of uh, pharmacology declassified, I make it my mission to make uh, pharmacology not only understandable, but actually applicable to dental professionals. So come see me live or come uh, read my podcasts. Or uh, I'm starting up a new division of my website uh, for uh, webinars that you could take for continuing education credit. So either way, I look forward to seeing you all.
0: Uh, I will tell you, he's a good guy and a great source of information. And uh, we're honored to have him as a friend of the dental system. Nation podcast. So, Tom, thanks again for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. As always, I appreciate your time. Thank Absolutely. You, sir. And I want to make sure that you're following us on Ignite DA on Facebook, as well as uh, through DrByCuspid.com. It's a free subscription. That's DrByCuspid.com. And dental assistants and dental team members, we are out there trying to get you the latest information on things like this. So I want to make sure you're subscribed to us, whether that's through Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And a reminder, this is so important for you to know because the health of your patients depends so much on your knowledge. And so we appreciate guests like Tom coming on, and we appreciate you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to listen to the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, powered by GA. Appreciate you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to listen to the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, powered by GA.